Imperial battleship, halt the flow of time. I cannot swim, you Spanish peacock. I'm not Spanish, I'm Egyptian. You five-star double-rated astronavigatrix. Uh, 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 what? Space herpy. Give me the remote control. Good heavens, General, that sounds like a woman. Impossible! Welcome, listener, to Star Crashed. We discuss genre movies released before the year 2000. In this episode, we'll discuss... The War of the Worlds, a sci-fi movie from 1953. My name is Ebba. And my name is Linnea. Uh, now, listener, if you, if you thought that I stumbled a bit there on <laughs> War of the Worlds, you're absolutely correct, because it is one of those titles that I struggle with immensely to pronounce <laughs> without absolutely twisting my tongue and falling over it. <laughs> So um, yeah, and there's also like that. <laughs> there's also like some confusion, you know. Is is it the War of the Worlds? Is it just War yes. of the Worlds? Is it uh, you know War of a World? You know, it's, it's yeah. I think many it is possibilities. The, yeah, right. I think so too. But yeah, I don't know for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither, but I'm going with it. Uh, possibly. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, a a classic uh, sci-fi movie for sure. Um, with a rather dramatic cinematography, I'd say, uh, with a lot of big explosions and large scope of uh, of the environment and uh, and uh, a lot of different environments too. So um, it starts out small and then it gets bigger and then the conclusion happens. Uh, so what's it about? Well, it's uh, based on the classic book by H.G. Wells, which incidentally I've, I've read in my teens, mm. I read mm. it. <laughs> and um, it, uh, it, it revolves mainly around two people, a doctor of science. <laughs> I can't quite remember what his science was, but let's go with aliens. Just science in general, <laughs> yes. I think. Was, yeah, he just yeah. does science. Any science you want, science, he'll science mm-hmm. it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so um, Dr. Forrester and also Sylvia. And uh, then we also have a major, who's another character that uh, you follow along a little bit, at least. Uh, And uh, the movie starts with a meteor or something striking a small town. And uh, they uh, gather around it and they say, what is this? It's so weird because it doesn't, it didn't strike the earth as hard as a, a meteor would. So they're quite suspicious immediately. And quite soon the scientist, Dr. Forrester, uh, arrives and he starts looking at it. And it's like, hmm, extra- extraterrestrial maybe? Who knows? But then at night the thing opens up and it startles a couple of people who um, uh, quite s- quite soon after this get turned into ash by the extraterrestrial Something, something that is um, <laughs> <laughs> that puts out its little arm through the hole. <laughs> quite, yeah. t- quite terrifying, but still very small scale. It will ramp up quite soon, though, uh, because this, of course, starts a massive panic. What is this? It, where are they from? A lot of people have different theories, uh, and soon. The military is trying to shoot the fuck out of this alien <laughs> because they're like, 
you're an intruder and we want you out. And, uh, you know, it uh, it grows from, from there and becomes a world war. War? <laughs> world war? Yeah. World war? <laughs> Worldwide war? Yes. Not to be confused with the World Wide Web. Also a very difficult thing to pronounce for a Swedish person like myself. <laughs> or maybe I'm the only Swedish person who is... I don't think you're alone. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but yeah, so the military is trying its very, very best to uh, to uh, get this killer off, off Earth. And they have figured out that it's Martian people who are there to do something. They want our resources and we, they want us away from planet Earth. And, um, you know, I don't know quite how to explain the rest because it does sort of, you know, the humans, they try different things uh, and it doesn't work out. And eventually, you know, there is, and I believe they're in New York when shit is really hitting the fan and people are running everywhere and stealing things and they, they've gathered in churches and sort of almost waiting, waiting for the doom to happen. And almost by by an intervention of God, because they try to they talk talking about miracles and oh, if only something would. Uh, and it turns out that the aliens they cannot handle uh, Earth Earth's bacteria, so they sort of uh, wrap the narrator that's been um, guiding us through the movie sort of closes the whole thing with they mm-hmm. were c- killed by. Oh, how did he put it? Like the the smallest thing on earth put yeah put there by God or something. I believe there was something that yeah. like oh science, but God. That's <laughs> yes. forgot forget God. You know, kind of like that thing. Yes, but yeah, that is basically it. And I'm sure you've been subjected to the plot of of that movie before, or that book, I should say. Before uh, there was a movie in 2005, I think, by um, starring Tom Cruise. Uh, not an uh, unadequate uh, movie, actually, as far as I remember, at least. No, it's quite fine. Um, yeah. I don't think that version is fantastic, but I think it's quite interesting to look at the book, the 50s movies and the 2005 movies and comparing them because yeah. they take the same content or, or the same premise, uh, but they do it vastly differently. You know, the oh. the original book is, of course, you know, written in the late 1800s and it's sort of inspired by that situation. And this movie that we're talking about is, of course, inspired by World War Two. There's a lot of like World War imagery, yes. I think, in this movie. Um, and the 2005 version instead is quite uh, on the nose inspired by the World Trade Center uh Incidents. So, you know, three very different versions of the same story that are very interesting to, you know, compare and contrast to each other. Yeah, because I guess you have this sort of faceless enemy that you can sort of mold into anything you like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Very much so. Yeah. So whatever time you place this story and you, you, you make it um, contemporary and... Yeah, I mean, it, it's the kind it. of story, you know, I mean, the the original book is designed, or at least that's my impression of it anyway, to be a reflection of the fears of humanity at the time. And of course, we still have fears. The fears themselves have changed, but we have those fears. And, you know, 
this story can be used to explore those fears, even though they're different from what they originally were when mm. the book was written. You know, it's it's that kind of a flexible story that you can tell it in many different ways, but still get sort of the same end point uh, across, which is very very interesting. And I think uh, one of the reasons why the book is a classic because it is in that regard at least timeless. Yeah, and, and I mean, I I'm expecting remakes, basically. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you know, we can tick off that question that we usually have at the end: Should this be remade? It will be eventually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it will be, uh, and and I I'm fine with that, just because of the reasons you just said. It, it, it you can make it sort of timeless, um, because of the way it is. But, um, you know, talking just this version, um, I didn't expect it to be that grand. Uh, you did get a real sense of uh, sort of the urgency and and how the military, with all their might, just can't handle this threat. And I think it really drove that point home. There's also one scene where they try to nuke uh, one of these tiny mm-hmm. alien ships, and it it just brushes the thing off. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything. Yeah. And also, when you have the the uh, sort of more climactic part of the movie, where you have the destruction of um, New York, and uh, people are, um, you know, injured, and things are blowing up, and it ju- it, it it's it's very. Um, it's very catastrophic, <laughs> and yes. I didn't expect it to be quite that uh, big. Yeah, it's quite ambitious, you yes, know, that's for, the right for word. being yeah. for being a 1950s science fiction movies because most sci- sci-fi movies from that time period they were B movies, you know, yeah. they were and... silly schlock with, you know, men in alien suits that sort mm. of faffing about doing weird stuff you know that was the kind of thing and it was lower class sort of entertainment uh, yeah. and I, I say that lovingly but that kind of <laughs> that was kind of what it was at the time uh, but this one does take a very serious and ambitious approach to the whole thing and I think that is most a lot um, due to of course the inspiration from World War 2 you know yeah. the director sort of realizes that well you know this is a kind of apocalyptic event that World War Two was, and that was a very serious uh, event in our history. Mm. So you know, we should take a very serious approach to this. Um, yeah, I mean, wouldn't that adaptation? kind of leave a bad taste in the mouth as well if you're trying to depict World War catastrophe, and it kind of just looks like someone's backyard with <laughs> a woman in a push-up bra yeah. falling on her <laughs> knees. scraping them you know that wouldn't really Mm -hmm. quite Mm -hmm. even though that's the genre that it is but if you're trying for the more ambitious route then you really need to sort of Mm. take it seriously Mm. even though there is uh, some sort of person (laughs) in the suit (laughs) at one point at least um but yeah it is it is ambitious and um it uh it keeps your interest at least mine yeah I, yeah, I was interested uh, for the duration of the movie. Um, 
And the acting too, I think, was uh, fine. I could have maybe wanted a little bit more from the guy who played the doctor. Mm -hmm. But maybe I, you know, maybe that's my modern eyes. Because he is sort of, he is expressing emotions and he is doing all the things. I just think we're so used to people shouting a lot on in, mm, in televisions yeah. and being very super expressive. So maybe, maybe his way of acting just didn't quite um, meet my expectations of a. <sighs> because here's the thing, you know, last Friday, I watched a uh, I don't even know what would you call it. It was called Skyscraper anyways, with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Ah, and mm. it was such a classic sort of diehard wannabe ah, um, kind mm -hmm. of movie, uh, but times 100 million. But it was <laughs> such a super simple and easy plot and everything was set up super easy <laughs> and played for mm -hmm. you to see. It was kind of relaxing, actually. It was You really didn't need much brain power to get what was going on um but uh yeah um it's a bit of a side side thing there but funnily enough having watched that this friday and then you know three days later watching this one and 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 still feeling the sort of Ooh, you know i think that mm -hmm. also says a lot of how a modern person can watch this and still be like oh this is some serious shit <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. happening and this is some intense action even though if you compare it to, to let's say skyscraper then because that is the latest one i watched you know it, it's it's um they're miles and miles away from yeah yeah <laughs> from the scales here so yeah that, that's a totally fair point mm. um i mean i'm used to seeing this kind of movie you know war of the worlds i've seen a lot like it so I don't think the, how should I say, the the, the hill to get over in terms of, of um, how difficult the movie is to enjoy, yeah. maybe. Uh, that, that hill isn't very large for me, but I imagine for some people, and I'm not necessarily meaning you, I'm meaning you know, people yeah. who just haven't watched a lot of 50s movies, that hill might be quite a large, uh, and War of the Worlds might not be the best movie to take them over that hill. Um, mm. It's, but I wouldn't still... say it's it, it's not the largest hill though. No, like it's, it's, no. Uh, you you can make it. Just make sure to bring a water bottle. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I would, uh, if we're gonna s suggest, and I'm I'm going a bit on a tangent here, but mm, if perfect. I'm gonna, I I if you want like an introductory movie to 50 sci-fi, I wouldn't necessarily suggest this one as as the first step uh, I would probably say something like Forbidden Planets which I think is easier to enjoy mm. with modern eyes mm. because that one is well it's a great movie but it also has a lot a lot of things that, that modern sci-fi has been inspired by like Star Trek takes a lot of inspiration from Forbidden mm. Planet and I think that fact makes Forbidden Planet easier to enjoy for modern viewers than maybe War of the Worlds yeah, because that that kind of rides the 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 line of really being what you expect from a fifty sci-fi, but still mm -hmm. being kind of more uh, relatable. But but like you see the influences yeah. that you can sort of oh yeah, I can kind of get the inspiration that this thing that I like has from this thing. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's yeah. a yeah. good suggestion. But um, yeah, War of the Worlds. 
is there, like I said a little bit about his maybe acting, or maybe I should say the character, to be fair. I think when, when I've done some thinking on it here now, I, I think it might be the character of Dr. Forrester. But is there anything you want to say about the characters? Um, They're fine. I don't think there's any character that is particularly memorable. Um, you know, it, the, the things I'm going to remember War of the Worlds by is not the characters. It's like mm, the aliens yeah. or the whole, you know, sending nukes on the aliens and those kinds of, of scenarios. Uh, so I don't think the characters are... The strongest suits in 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 the in the story, um, but I think they they are mostly fine for what they are. You know, I didn't I didn't necessarily expect any great character portraits in this film, and I didn't get that. But I'm not disappointed by that either. Yeah, you know, they were fine. I, I, they they do sort of follow <sighs> it's sort of a sort of tropey kind of distribution or diversity of characters you know you have the scientist and you have his love interest and there's you know there's this guy who's sort of the spiritual guy and then there's yeah. the general who's you know he's very militaristic and you know that they, they they follow <laughs> formulas you know they they, they are put yeah. into already existing shapes yeah and, but... and that mm. kind of works out fine but it's not it's not the most innovative when it but, comes it, to but it's kind of funny because when you sort of gather the stereotypes together here. <laughs> I mean, you're really sort of explaining the, the template that, that's been mm -hmm. around for um, decades. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could you could look at it, at a lot of movies, like a lot of like action movies, um, and, and, and sort of have those characters today. So, yeah. you know, they're effective and they're economic in a way as well, mm -hmm. because you get mm -hmm. your point across by using a character for a specific thing. So... Uh, yeah, and I kind of, I kind of feel like that also means that you don't necessarily have to tell yeah, everything in yeah. the movie because the viewers will sort of automatically know that oh, mm -hmm. this guy is playing this role. That means certain things because I know exactly. this because I've seen it in other films, and that's you know, it's 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 a shortcut, but it it works. I think it's fine. Yeah, sometimes you need shortcuts. Yeah, to sort of uh, bring your eye to the important thing. Which might not be the most amazing, uh, profound character portrait ever. It might not be the point. The point no. might be no. bacteria killed the massive thing. Our guns couldn't. You know, what does that mm -hmm. say? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. So, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what I want to say more about this movie. We've talked a little bit about characters, the plot and everything, the theme. But, uh, I, I mean, I guess we can't ignore the the fantastic... Uh, vehicles and the extraterrestrials <laughs> themselves. So, yeah. do you have uh, any <laughs> any love or hate or anything you want to share? <laughs> well, um, the the sort of spaceships uh, or, or the 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 vehicles that once the aliens have crashed on Earth, they are sort of flying around in and yeah. shooting at people. Those are like the most famous part of this film, I mm -hmm. think. Like those are iconic. You know, mm. people see those. And they know they can they come from this movie. Uh, they are not the they don't look like the those those um, vehicles traditionally look in the story. 
neither in the book or the 2005 version because they are actually supposed to be like three-legged things that walk yes. on the earth and these ones are flying vehicles instead um obviously a lot of people like that fact because <laughs> I, I do believe that this movie got like awards for the special effects and for those models and everything personally i'm not a big fan of them i i I don't... I think I'll prefer the design of them in, say, the 2005 version. Or I, I presume the book as well, though I haven't read that one. Um, I actually like those better. And I also feel like... Controversial. <laughs> 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 well, sometimes I am controversial. Uh, <laughs> and I also feel like the ships in the 1953 version that we're talking about... The way the the models or the way the model ships have been filmed, you know, the spe- special effects wise, make them look kind of small. And I know they're supposed to be like gigantic, but I don't I don't see that they are gi- gi- gigantic. Oh I don't my god, see you blew quite. my mind! Because in my <laughs> head they're tiny. <laughs> yes, they're like a one man rocket, like a tiny spaceship, tiny, mm-hmm. like a but car. I think I I believe they are supposed to be quite large. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> you know, then I can only agree with you because I thought they were <laughs> tiny. <laughs> but yeah, there is. Uh, I can't quite remember how the sort of the the alien body or however you want to describe, like the alien person looked like. I remember there being like floopy arms mm-hmm. and sort of looking like a like a potato with floopy arms and big eyes but i don't know if that's correct but it can yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay well (laughs) then you know listener make of that what you will then (laughs) um but like you said yeah what little we see of the aliens they're sort of kind of like a shapeless body and they have like three eyes that are different colors and then they have like three fingers on their hands so everything like comes in threes yeah pretty much but I did like the the camera that they send out. Like it's, it's a big eye with the the, mm-hmm. the three colors, and I did I did find that to be appealing. Um, it's kind of like a fun, colorful alien, mm-hmm. um, not the sort of gray, buggish, super efficient alien. So I enjoy that. Mm. And like I said, the crafts uh, are iconic. Yeah. You know exactly what movie they come from when you see them. So, I mean, you can't take that away from them, even though they might not look very um, threatening. They kind of look like a futuristic hairdryer, if I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, But maybe that's a good thing. Why (laughs) why do we need them to be, you know, they can be threatening, even though they don't look like... Yeah, I mean, sure. Like Um, Alien from 1979. It can still be kind of... Oh, absolutely! I'm, I'm, not, I'm not arguing against that. I'm just saying that I, I was yeah. not, I was not a huge fan of their design. Um, I think I think the design is fine, but not great. And maybe I think the design is a little bit overrated. Um, yeah. yeah, based Fair. on on what I've seen. And I'd agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to bring up that we have touched upon, or that you really want to touch? You you perverted you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is something that I kind of want to bring up. Um, 
So this movie is directed by uh, Byron Haskin, and he also made uh, Robinson Crusoe on Mars, which we what? have seen before. Yes. <laughs> what did we talk about this when we watched? Ah, uh, don't Robinson, remember. Or did we? Did we just not pick that up? Because that's amazing. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it I seems like I'm hearing it for the first time, and that's cool. So you know, I don't wow. remember. I I might have mentioned it. I, I might not have. I don't, don't remember, remember actually. Though. No. Wow. Uh, <laughs> oh. Ooh. So yeah, I mean, Robinson Crusoe on Mars is a movie that we praised for being quite scientifically accurate for for the time it was yeah. made, which was in the sixties. Um, War of the Worlds. In the beginning, they have this montage of like the solar system, uh, really beautiful matte paintings and everything. Um, and they're sort of talking about why Earth is the the most habitable and why it's the best one suited for yeah. life and everything. And that part is quite fine. That's correct, mostly. Um, but it, it does sort of gets a bit weird because when they're talking about the gas giants, it they make it sound like they're talking about stone planets, which is not what the oh. gas giants are. And I was just sort of, am I misunderstanding this? Or they, did they get the solar system know? completely wrong? Did they know by then? Or... <laughs> I think so. I don't... Yeah. I mean, I wasn't alive in the 50s, so I don't know for sure. <laughs> but I mean, the planets themselves, you know, Jupiter and Saturn, they were discovered a long time ago. So yeah. we've had a long time to study them. And I think by then, that time we had realized that they were not quite the same as Mars. And as Earth the rest. And yeah. No. yeah. I mean, we might not know exactly what they were made of, but I think we had an idea that they were different. Yeah, maybe. Because the 50s, I mean, it's not that when you think about it. They, no. they probably would have known. But at the same time, you know, pick up any old... Any old, <laughs> a, a, any science fiction movie from today that, well, of course, you know, War of the World was an ambitious and kind of high budget one compared to uh, contemporaries. But I'm thinking like today there are so many weird things that they say, which has been de like proven wrong for years, but it's still hanging around in sci-fi movies, mm -hmm. even though it's like released, oh, 2016. And they're still talking true, about something true. weird that that's just inaccurate for like 10 years. So, <laughs> And that's me saying that. And I know <laughs> fuck all about space, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, like the space age was sort of starting. Uh, it was ahead of, the, of, yeah. Yeah, still ahead yeah. Of it, yeah. So, I mean, we weren't experts on space at that yeah, point. Yeah. Um, but I still think, you know, our, our, our research had, Gotten quite quite far ahead, so you know they they did get that part wrong anyway. Whether they knew it was wrong or whether it was just an honest mistake, I don't know. But uh, uh, either way, the the beginning, while a beautiful montage to look at, the narration sort of made me cringe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just. You know, those those um, illustrations or matte paintings were quite beautiful. Yes. I was uh, trying to, like, take a picture of it on my phone, but it, it looks like ass when I try to take a picture of my television, unless I'm, like, half a meter in front of it. Um, because when you zoom in, it turns into ass, like I said. Mm. Um, but anyways, they were they were 
were very nice looking and I was I was kind of like when I when when they were showing I was like yeah I kind of wish the movie would take place on any of these places that would be cool <laughs> because they looked neat I think but another thing that I think is quite uh, interesting to mention and this is not about this movie in particular, but about the War of the Worlds story, uh, is that it has also had a musical adaptation. Um, I know, uh, Ebba, you haven't seen it, uh, no. but, <laughs> but we've talked about it. Yeah, yes, we have. Yes, we have talked um. about it. So uh, we're thinking maybe we could do it like a bonus episode sometime in the future, um, if possible, if, if we have time for it. It's not quite a movie, you know, it's a stage production, uh, but I do think it would be quite interesting. I mean, yeah. I, I, I like the music in it, so. Um, yeah, and, uh, and I, I think because I remember you sending it to me and I think it was on YouTube, so it's yes. available. And also maybe we could do like, uh, you know, a, a tiny announcement. So anyone who wants to watch it ahead of time uh, or ahead <laughs> of our episode can do so as well. And uh, sure thing. sort of secondhand participate in, in our discussion that way. But uh, yeah, I'd, I'd totally be game for that. I I remember sort of, you know, stopping in the video a couple of times just to see what it was about and feeling like, what the fuck is this? It looks amazing. Let's do it. <laughs> and then completely forgetting it like everything else in my life. So, you know, I'm happy you bring it up again and uh, sort of pinky promising here to, <laughs> to yep, do yep. an episode on it. <laughs> We put it on a schedule now, sometime in the yes. future. That means we it. shall write it in blood that we will consume <laughs> this musical. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so do you want to get into our usual questionnaire of silly think silly questions and things that we want to talk? Go sure. Through? Yeah. Go ahead. So I want to bring up a goldie, oldie but a goldie and see if it works if it doesn't work then i'll keep this shit in and we'll have to edit the <laughs> not edit the awkward outs so yeah uh, replace an actor to improve the movie <laughs> oh I, I hear you're sighing now and clenching your butt here because this is this is a tough one uh, so <laughs> the premise is you're in a time machine and you can bring any actor from any era to replace one actor in this movie who would you bring you know, this is this is a hard one. This, um, it's always so fucking hard. Yeah, <laughs> that's mostly because I'm so bad at actually remembering actors. So I'm just like, oh, I want to replace this one with um, some other guy. <laughs> oh dear. Um, I don't know. Um, I mean, really, the the two characters that I remember the most were Sylvia and Doctor Forrester. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure I want to replace those. I think they were fine. Yeah, fair, I mean, fair. Uh, maybe, maybe I would replace Doctor Forrester with. Uh, I don't know who. I mean, maybe I. I do think the actor who played Doctor Forrester did a good job, but. You could have made that character a little bit more interesting if you have maybe just a slightly more sort of charismatic actor because I, I felt like he wasn't really 
that you know he he didn't turn up the charm to max he did yeah. turn up the charm a little bit but not to yeah. the max so you know you could you could play around with that i think mm, mm. Uh, i don't i don't have a name for an actor that i want to put in his place but i think there there are probably several suitable ones out there yeah so um not very entertained by that suggestion, not gonna lie. But uh, yeah, like Sorry. I said, we're, we're, we're keeping it in. We're keeping it in. We're not editing that out, that weak ass suggestion of anyone who could be replacing Forrester. I hadn't actually prepared for this segment. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I know. I did kind of like ninja you on this one. I'm sorry. Uh, because we usually skip it nowadays. And, and that's fine. But I felt like dusting it off and bringing it out into the light. Um, but I guess why I wanted to do that is because, you know, I was talking about Skyscraper before. Mm. Starring Dwayne. And I just feel like what a fantastic... Big ass production movie we could have if we did War of the Worlds. We threw all the money at it, and we had it starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Doctor Forrester. You know, mm-hmm. he'd he'd barely be contained in in the in the jacket and and uh, shirt that he's wearing because he's so ripped. But he's also wearing glasses because he's a scientist, mm-hmm. which all scientists do. And I just feel like it could be great. I just feel like a schlocky, schlocky version of this <laughs> with a very big budget could be amazing. And so I also wanted to star someone who is, I feel like he's done a lot of these sort of general major type of uh, characters. Uh, and I had to look up his name because I know exactly what he looks like and he talks and everything, but his name would just won't stick. But anyway, his his name is Stephen Lang, and uh, he starred in uh, that horror movie where he was playing an old old blind man in Don't Breathe. Did you see that one? Or no, I don't. Oh, not okay. Any well, he's also playing the military, the angry military man in Avatar. If that is ah, any help, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. That helps. I mean, yeah. if you're thinking like a military person, person man, then. Uh-huh. There's a good chance you're picturing this guy. So yeah, I just feel yeah. like he'd be perfect for that role. Um, but I actually did really like the actress who played uh, Sylvia. Um, she did give it her all in all mm-hmm. those crying scenes. And I feel like if we just pad out her character a bit more, then she's golden. She's good to go, you know. Yeah. She just needs yeah. a bit more to do, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And she has a degree in something, so why not use that degree more actively yeah so to speak so yeah that's my uh, dream uh, war of the worlds movie sounds awesome are you excited yeah when are, <laughs> when are the tickets going on sale <laughs> well not right now because of corona but uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> as soon as it's over <laughs> well well i'll okay. be there <laughs> good perfect thank you <laughs> So yeah, from that then to uh, our next one, are you are you ready? Probably ready? not. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm never prepared. <laughs> you're, please, <laughs> you're so scared now. You're like, no. <laughs> what else is she gonna bring out here? 
So, Bang Bond Blast. Okay, I need to think here for a while. Well, Dr. Forrester, of course, he is part of this crew and Sylvia is as well. So, okay, why, why the fuck not? Let's bring in the Major. The three of the guys that we're basically the only ones that we have mentioned. Um, those, those, is, those are your smorgasbord selection here. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm googling pictures of the major because I don't remember him. Oh, I need to do that too. Thank you. <laughs> oh. Um. Um, hmm. nah, there's not any good selection of images here. Okay. Um, well, I guess then the major is getting blasted because I can't remember him. <laughs> I remember vaguely that they were a guy like that, but uh, not more. Not anything else than that. Um, and then I don't know. I mean, I've, Dr. Forrest and Sylvia, they were both um, sympathetic characters. Uh, Likeable, friendly. You know? uh, okay, if I'm gonna... Hmm. <laughs> We're just struggling, I love it. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay, I, I will bang Sylvia because she was really pretty. But then I will mm. bond Forrester because he's a scientist and I'm kind of a scientist and I think we would have a lot to talk about. True, true. But also, Sylvia is really into scientists. True. And her true. her her fried eggs, they looked hella good. Mm-hmm. So, you I know. I mean, yeah, yeah. Just, that's a good argument. I'm not trying to convince you here, <laughs> but... Yeah, I'm I'm sticking to my choices, but okay. I think uh, okay. you you do make a good argument, you know, that Sylvia was really into sciences. So, from a dating standpoint, she would probably be easier to date. Yes, because you know? she would automatically be into you because you're a scientist. Well, I'm a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're you're really missing out on stuff here. Um, but you know, I'll t- I'll have your leftovers, leftover eggs. Um, I'll 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 have Sylvia and then I'll do it. Do bye bye major, <laughs> bye bye major. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, moving on from that segment, uh, we of course have our uh, standard question uh, about why should this movie win a Gordon? And Gordon is of course our version of the Oscars, in which we make up the categories as we feel like it. So Eba, why should this win a Gordon? Well, I think. I'm going to butcher this, but um, I think it should win a Gordon for best alien camera arm. <laughs> I, I love that thing, actually. <clears throat> so, you know, out of the practicals, that's the thing I remember the most. So, yeah, it's getting a Gordon. <laughs> yeah, it's totally fair, I think. I mean, it is memorable. It, yeah. it is, you know... Once you've seen that image, it sort of sticks in your head, and you're not Definitely. like, oh, that, that was a really cool design. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it looked well made as well, so it, it, yeah. I felt it was kind of believable in that, in that regard. So it's it's totally. it's getting a Gordon. <laughs> so I'm gonna give a Gordon to something a bit more abstract, I guess, uh, not a practical effect, but more hmm. um, as you were sort of touching upon in the beginning, you know, the, the scale of the film um, oh, and yes. how how it actually manages to portray that scale, even though you, you're sort of getting the feeling that, well, you know, the scenes there, they are sort of recorded in rather small spaces and small yeah. areas, but they manage to have such a variation of clips of you know, here are people gathering in this city and sort of having panic, and here are people gathering in this city and sort of handling the situation, and you know that kind of 
scale of this is a global event is happening mm. all over the world and people are affected by it all over the world and uh, you know I, I did think the movie um, portrayed that part uh, successfully so I'm giving it a Gordon for that yeah a, a good Gordon and I can only say ditto to that um, yes. definitely agree uh, so you know from that then to me being curious about if you have any suggestions for a double feature or something that would go go well with um, with this movie, like like grapes and cheese <laughs> are an excellent mix. <laughs> um, well, I mean, the aforementioned 2005 version of War of the Worlds, uh, like I said in the beginning, is um, a good... Um, comparison or, or a good movie to compare with this one you know what things have changed between the two adaptations and why have they changed that's a really interesting discussion I think um, and as for like other like 1950s sci-fi movies I would maybe say The Day the Earth Stood Still which has it's a first contact story in the same way that War of the Worlds uh, are or is, um, but it has a more like peaceful, pacifist approach to it. So mm. I think, you know, the two adaptations of War of the Worlds have a lot of similarities, and it's interesting. It's interesting to talk about those, while the Day the Earth is Still and War of the Worlds 1953 are very different from each other and are interesting to contrast for that reason. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think it's always interesting um, to compare. Um, also, when you you have movies from different decades, mm -hmm. that's a really thing interesting thing to compare. So, um, I mean, judging suggest... yeah, judging yeah. by what you talked about, you suggest watching War of the Worlds and Skyscraper together. <laughs> Don't beat me to my <laughs> yes. I was going to. Oh, I was sorry. like, I'm, I'm. No, it's fine. Of course, it's fine. Uh, but I'm, I'm. I feel like I'm on a skyscraper roll here, uh -huh. and I'm going with it. I'm going with it. Uh, watch skyscraper. It's, it's dumb action, but it's so it's so simple and pure, and classic. So, so watch it. Even though, quite honestly, are they a good double feature? Probably not. Probably not. Well, you but, enjoy the two together. But so I mean, enjoy. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, for for at least one person, they were a good double feature. That all. Yes. That, that's all that's, that's needed. All that for matters. It to be a good double yeah. feature. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's my suggestion for double feature. <laughs> I mean, even though I, I haven't seen Sky, Skyscraper, but I, what based on what I know of it. <laughs> there is some some distance between the kind of movies that there are, but that's the same. Uh, yeah, that's but at so the same different. time, you know, honestly, I can also see like a, a thread between them because they are both disaster films. Um, yeah, uh, and or, a man or, being very worried about a woman. <laughs> Classic theme, you know. They have more in common Fair. than you think, <laughs> and an intruding force <laughs> upon a peaceful environment. <laughs> You know, you can really, once you stretch things, <laughs> aren't all movies the same? 
<laughs> well, yeah, I drew I mean, all just movies. If you want to boil it down to, 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 to those small parts, sure, all movies are the same. Um, yes, but, and those but small I... parts were placed here by God. Yes, yes, to, true. To sort of get back to War of the Worlds there, if that <laughs> was glazed or went by your head. Um, yeah. So, uh, oh, by the way, Hype Train. Uh, well, not kind of sad Hype Train, but still Hype Train. Mm -hmm. uh, they are recording for um, Another Life. They are like recording right now, which oh. also means that the actors got stuck in Canada, I think. Um, oh. Because I follow Katie Sackhoff on Instagram and she seems to be stuck in oh. either her hotel room or her gym. So, um, you know, poor, poor woman. Yeah, but, uh, but anyways... Another life hype train for this, <laughs> this my love hate object. I mean, talking on, about ta top, top shit show on <laughs> on on Facebook almost, but that would be you know uh, on Netflix. Oh, can't wait, can't wait. So just wanted to update. Yeah, you, you finished and you. Wa watching season one, right? Yes. 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 I, I never did that. But... You know, I was I was even like you know when, when I was watching like the the maybe like the last episode or so, maybe like, the, or second, maybe. Uh, I was like, yeah, I, you know, this could be make a great podcast where <laughs> could, I, could I convince Linnea to watch the entire season? Could, could I bear watching the entire season again <laughs> and then make an episode every for every episode, make a podcast episode? Could I bear the pain of that? Uh, I mean... I decided not to right now, but, uh, you know... Uh, who knows when season two drops and I'm all excited again about this shit. Um. I mean, me, me and one of my flatmates, we were we watched a few episodes of Another Life and, you know, a few episodes in when we sort of figured out that it was a crappy show. Um, we it gets did, worse. Yeah, we, but we did really get into, you know, the whole riffing on it and sort of yeah. ripping it apart and making jokes about it. So, you know, I... I could, I could, I could maybe you, be convinced. To you could be convinced. Oh my yeah, god! Oh yeah. my god! Oh my god! I'm so excited right now. <laughs> okay, okay. As soon as we know when season two starts, we're gonna take this conversation really seriously. Or we're, or we're gonna have this conversation really seriously, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's 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 amazing. It's amazing. I mean, really, listener, go go watch it and be in awe. I mean, I don't want to hype you, but at the same time, get hyped. For the trash, um, so it's such polished gold nugget trash. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> Very it's amazing. much so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my little update and uh, <laughs> and uh, brainstorming about possible uh, uh, business ventures. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you wanna wanna bring to this? Uh... <laughs> No, 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 I don't think I have, I have much to say. I mean, um, I did watch um, Alt Carbon uh, oh. recently because season two came out of that. Um, I haven't or, seen the first one yet. I, I liked season one better than season two, but I think ah. they're, they are both uh, worth seeing. Um, I think they are pretty pretty good uh, mm. sci-fi. Yeah. They're sort of touching a little bit on cyberpunk um, because, of, mm. you know, there's transhumanism themes yeah. and everything um so, so yeah um another thing you know as we're talking television series and everything um i actually have a good suggestion like a like a 
proper good suggestion here, not just like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? I love it. Uh, what is this? Like a good suggestion. And that is um, the fact that uh, season two of Kingdom came out, uh, I think, last Friday or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've watched the whole season, of course, because... Uh, what else to do with life um i mean in these times we're all sort of quarantined so what what can you do yeah what what can you do but watch all the seasons on netflix on everything but yeah kingdom uh, have you seen it or is no, it no no um i don't if do you like zombies because i have a feeling like you don't necessarily um like... i'm fine with zombies i don't necessarily go like looking for zombie ah, movies or okay. tv shows but if one turns up and someone recommends it i'm like sure I'll yeah see it. okay well well I'm, I'm, I'm recommending this one it's really good um i was so happy to hear that it there, there was a second season coming out and and um now it's out it's out and it feels like it's been forever since <laughs> the the waiting was seemed like forever, but uh, it was really good. I, it didn't disappoint at all, and it's just really well made, and um, it's just the great characters and amazing environments, and costumes are great. Everything is great, basically, about it, and it looks like there could be a third season as well. Cool. So I'm yeah. excited. Nice recommend <laughs> uh, if i didn't say so it's uh, it's a um, um korean television series mm. and it's set in like i believe it's like maybe the, like the 16th century and there's a sort of plague happening with zombies and uh, and there's a lot of politics and everything and i started i watched the first season kind of when this must have been like when hmm i don't know if it was last year or you know 2018 but kind of when i was oh about game of thrones like really Ah, mm -hmm. and i just like oh this is how it should have been with politics (laughs) you know just quality Mm -hmm. but still very fast paced and and um, Mm -hmm. there is zombie action in every episode which if you're a zombie zombie fanatic then you know that that's what you want you want zombie action in every episode um now i kind of feel like i'm ranting about the kingdom here but um it it was nice talking to you thank thank you for coming to my ted talk (laughs) bye (laughs) i believe it's called gushing what you were just doing you know it's a great yeah so great (laughs) kingdom and i have no one to talk about it to i i seriously i was like last yesterday i was like hmm who could i bring it up to with the with the co-worker here that i could gush over kingdom with and i just looked at everybody i was like i'm not sure who i'm gonna bring up kingdom to here hmm. who's my victim <laughs> who's, who's my victim who can i turn into a kingdom fan and then we can talk about how great it is <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. on on that note, I think uh, we are nearing the end <laughs> of like, this episode. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> you can take your another life and your kingdom and go to the sofa with you. <laughs> uh, well, uh, 
Listener, have you seen War of the Worlds from 1953? Uh, we want to know what you think, so go to our Facebook page, uh, that is at Starcrash Podcast, uh, where you can share your thoughts and also give us recommendations for future episodes, uh, such as maybe pushing us to do an episode on the musical, for example. Uh, you yes. know, keep, keep reminding us of that, and eventually we will get to it. Hopefully, maybe, sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, we also have an Instagram account if that's more your jam and that's also at Starcrash Podcast and uh, join us in two weeks as we sit down and talk about a silent film (sighs) this time it's The Lost World from 1925 bye bye bye